Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here. Thank you for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is No Limits. We bless you here from Igniting Hope Ministries. We're so thankful that you are listening. Some of you are on our regular podcast schedule and you are listening to this right at the beginning of our 2018 Negativity Fast and Positivity Feast. I believe this message is going to feed powerfully into that. The title is No Limits. No Limits. (laughs) When I minister, I love to have people say things. Things like fire, freedom, breakthrough, no limits. When we speak those things into the atmosphere, it increases the likelihood of them being experienced. And the longer I live, the longer I get to know the heart of God is the more I believe that our lives are to be lives of no limits, lives free from limitations. But you know, I haven't always been that way and I still slip back into limited thinking. Here's six reasons why we place limits on our lives. Number one is we're hearing and believing lies instead of truth. John 8, 32, Jesus said, the truth will make you free. Every area of my life where I believe truth in, I get free. Every area of my life where I believe lies, I am not free. In John, excuse me, in Mark 6, Jesus goes to his hometown and can do a few miracles there. The, the issue wasn't God's sovereign will for them. His sovereign will was not a will of few miracles. The problem was that the people's beliefs about Jesus and their beliefs restricted their experience and put a limitation on the freedom they could have experienced in their health and lives. The second reason we place limits on our life is when we get our beliefs from past experience, not what he is saying. We don't deny the past. We just can't get our identity beliefs or our doctrinal beliefs from the past. If we do, It places massive limitation on us. Nobody's future is stopped by their past. The only thing that can stop our future is current beliefs, the conclusions that we made on our past. Thirdly, a reason we place limits on our life is because of the fear of disappointment. Because if we're trying not to be disappointed in our life, then we're, we're going to live a hopeless life and hopelessness places great limitations on our life. There's really two ways to live. One, we can live a hopeless life and never be disappointed or we can live a hope-filled life with occasional disappointment. The fear of disappointment places limits. The fear of failure places limits on our life as well. The fear of looking like a failure. The belief that if we fail at something, we don't have the gift. What would happen to a toddler who struggled in walking and believed that their failure proved that there was a limitation on their life, a limitation that they could not be a walker? (laughs) Let's take that into every area of our life. Just because you struggle at something at first does not mean that you don't have that gift. Number five reason we place limits on our lives is Old Covenant Mindset in New Covenant Era. You know, just read the book of Galatians. Just read it and reread it and reread it. And it's, it's the thing that's going to break off 
conduct-focused Christianity. And conduct-focused Christianity and focusing more on what we do than what we're believing is that conduct focus creates limitations on our life, creates chronic unworthiness, creates chronic uh, bad view of God and his view of us. And lastly, reason we place limits on our lives is that we believe God has predestined us with limits. You know, if, if God predestined us with limits, that's a, that's a bummer. That's a hopeless thing. I mean, 1700s, people believe God predestined some people to heaven or hell. Then that same thinking got into the belief that God had predestined some for to be healed or not healed, and some to live in abundance or not to live in abundance. Listen, in Romans 10, 23, excuse me, 10, 13, it says, whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And the word salvation doesn't mean just eternal life. It means saved, healed, and delivered. Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall experience the full benefits of his salvation. So those are six reasons we place limits on our life. And now let me just give you in the last part of this message four biblical principles that are going to blast away limited thinking on your life and actually create a no limits mindset. The number one is, is the measure of our renewing our minds with truth. Now, Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. There's no limit to how much I can renew my mind, so there's no limit to how much I can be transformed. God has not put a limit on how much you can renew your mind. The more you renew your mind, the more you'll be transformed. He hasn't put a limit on that. So the measure of our renewing the mind with truth is a truth for a no limits life. Number two, there's no limit on the measure of our giving. In Luke 6.38, it says, Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. And running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Now, just as in the measure, there's no limit to the measure of the renewing of our mind, there's no limit to the measure of our giving. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. And this is not just talking about finances, even though you could apply it to finances. The context says, forgive and you'll be forgiven. Condemn not and you will not be condemned. Judge not, and you'll not be judged. Give, it'll be given to you. And so there, there's no limit to the measure of what we can do. We can't outgive God. We keep giving, we get more, and it's just, it just feeds on itself. So the Lord didn't want us to have limited thinking on what we can possess. He just says, give, and it'll be given back to you. Number three truth about that supports a no-limit thinking is this, is that there's no limit on the measure of our believing. <laughs> in Mark 9, the man who had the son who was demon-possessed, throwing himself into the fire and water, the disciples could not uh, take care of the situation. He comes to Jesus, and Jesus asked the father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. And often he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. 
But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. The man asked Jesus, if you can do anything. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. What a story. He said, you know, if you can do anything. Because the man thought, man, there might be a limit on what, what Jesus will want to do. Jesus might not want him healed. Or maybe there's a limit on what he can do. If you can do anything. And Jesus flipped it. He said, listen, the question is not my willingness or my ability. The question, if you can believe all things are possible. And then the man cried out, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. He got it. He says, you know what? There's no limitation in my life if I believe. I, all things are possible. There's not a limit to what I can experience, but I need help in my belief. Help me, help me. <laughs> that's, that's where I am. Lord, I'm getting it, but help me. Help me to believe. Help, help, help to develop the belief. Hebrews 12, it says about Jesus, he's the author and finisher of our faith. Lord, finish my faith. Finish my belief. There's no limit to the measure of our believing. And, you know, just as the last thing I want to say, there's no limit to the measure of our hearing. In Mark 4, 24, it says, Then he said to them, Take heed what you hear. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. Wow. You know, Jesus says, hey, take heed what you hear. For with the same measure you use to be measured to you, and you who hear more will be given. And it just really implies, and if you read further in that passage, the implication is, is that our future abundance is tied to what we hear. And because there's no limit to the measure of what we can hear, then there's no limit to our lives. We have the declaration clicker, we say, hey, you know, go on a rampage of declaring truth where you actually, it's a tally counter. And you, you we say, do 100 declarations a day minimum for a month as an experiment and see what happens. Sometimes I've found in my own life that I, I need help from the outside. So I'll, I'll read my own books or listen to someone like Joel Osteen or Joyce Myers or someone who's in it, you know, like that. And, and, and I'll find out that the, the measure that I hear uh, as I increase that hearing, it's hard to think lies when you're having that type of thing come in and we can control what we hear. <laughs> so there's no limit to the measure of our hearing. So, wow, you know, as, as I said in, in earlier in this podcast, if God wanted us to think small, he did a bad job. <laughs> he did a bad job. And there's four reasons why we can have a belief of no limits in us, through us, and around us. Because there's no limit to the measure of how much we can renew our mind. There's no limit to the measure of our giving. There's no limit to the measure of our believing. And there's no limit to the measure of our hearing. It creates a mindset of no limits. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly beyond all that we can ask or think according to his power that works in us. You know, the, the, the lifestyle of, of, you know, he said, 
he's able to do what we can ask or think. I mean, that's, that's, I can think about walking on water. I can think about raising the dead. No limits. It's not according to what he's, something outside of us. It's according to the power that works in us. Thank you, Lord, for the power that works in us. Thank you for just those who are listening today for doing a great work in them. Teach us what it means to live a life of no limits. Teach us how to think. Teach us how to, how to go to the next level. God bless you here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Remember, there's no hopeless circumstances, only hopeless people. Once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. And remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You don't need joy at the end of the battle. You need joy in the middle of the battle. I, don't, I need strength now. There's no convenient season to become joyful. So let's choose joy today. Hey, God bless you. We look forward to having you with us again on another one of our podcasts. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.